Alright, hello everybody. Welcome to the first episode of God for Thought. And in this podcast, basically, I'm just going to be doing what God tells me to do. I'm just going to be obeying Him because it all started with that. I mean, here recently, God told me, if you want to do what you're called to do, Austin, then you need to get in the Word more, you need to pray more, you need to start speaking out to others, preaching what all the good things I've done for you so that they could be changed, so that their lives could be saved like yours has been. And, you know, that really spoke to me, so that's what I'm going to be doing. I mean, I'm not really used to this whole podcast thing. But, I mean, with God, I mean, all things are possible. And, you know, I pray that even if there's struggles, because there's going to be. I mean, there's things and there's we struggle with many things in life. But with God, He's got me through everything else in my life. So I pray, pray that He makes this grow and, you know, makes it something big, you know, for Him, for His purpose, not for me. And that's just what I pray that He does. So that being said, we're just going to go ahead and go in the Word. This is what God gave me uh, a week ago, or this past week, to start out with. This is what I feel like He wants me to lead with, so that's what I'm going to start out with. It's called Trusting in God, and I got some scriptures that we're going to go through. We're going to unpackage that scripture because there's a lot into it, I feel like. I got a lot out of it. I pray that you get a lot out of it. But before we really get into the Word and start with all this, we're just going to pray because I just feel like that's something we should do. I mean... Because I don't want you to hear my voice. I want you to hear the Spirit and only His Spirit. Because He's the one that changes lives, not me. Like He changed mine. I didn't change mine. He did. So I just pray that, you know, He's with me every step of the way. And that He, His presence fills you all, whoever listens. So I pray that. And that being said, we'll just get started with the prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for being with me during this. I mean, I know I'm not the most perfect podcaster in the world but I pray that you'd help me grow as we start I mean this is going to be rough the first few episodes I'd say but I mean as long as it's with you then it'll be okay because even though I'm not perfect you are father and even though I may not have the best word choice I know that with you that you'll give me the word choice that I need so that someone's life could be changed tonight someone's life that listens to this you know they may be changed or they may be even say they may accept you as Christ father like I have and I'll tell you what Ever since I've accepted that day, it's all—it's only been better. I mean, yeah, there's been some ruts, but I mean, you've brought me through them. And when before I didn't know what to do, but now I know exactly what to do, just to trust you. Just like what this podcast, this first podcast is, will be about this, the focus on this. I just pray that you're with me, and I pray that no matter what, that they don't hear me, Father, that they only hear you and your spirit. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Now, what I wanted to start with is... These are the main two verses I started with, and I kind of branch out from these verses. I use other cross-references and stuff like that to really get in depth of, because I like to use scripture to back up what I'm saying, you know, just so that you know that's what the Word of God says, not just what I'm saying. So, first two verses would be Proverbs, and we'd be in chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Now, these are the two key verses, so these are the two main verses we're going to stick with. So, basically, this whole podcast, this whole episode will be about these two verses, but I'll be using other verses to back up what I'm saying, to back up what I'm unpackaging in these verses. And they're kind of, they're short, I mean, they're not long, but there's so much into them that a lot of people, I don't think they understand, or not understand, but they don't get, they don't um, realize, because, I mean, I like to analyze the Bible, because, I mean, you get so much out of even this, even just one word, you can get so much out of it, so, I just pray that you all understand what I'm saying to you, and, uh, We'll start verse 5. It says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not to thy, thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Now, I have underlined the word trust. 
And the reason for that is because trust is so powerful. I mean, it really is. It's so simple to understand, so simple to do. But for us humans, it's something that's one of the most hard things to do for many reasons. Now, what I like in this is as this verse goes on, he tells you what you shouldn't do because he knows what we're going to do. Because since we are humans, he knows how we are. He created us, so he knows exactly how we react. He knows exactly what we're going to do in certain times because he knows all. He's God. I mean, he created us, created the universe, created the earth, created everything within. So, I mean, why would he not know? And the first question that a lot of people is going to ask is, like, why should we trust God? And I have here in Psalms 37, verses 3 through 5, it says, Trust in the Lord and do good, so shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily shalt thou be fed. Now, when he says be fed, he doesn't mean with literal food. I mean, yes, he does, but he also means spiritually fed. See, I can be fed and I can be well-nourished in this physical state, but I can be malnourished in the spiritual state, meaning I'm not getting enough word in me, meaning I'm not getting enough truth. You know, when we go to the church, we go to church every Sunday, every Wednesday, every Sunday night. If you're not getting out of that, get, getting anything out of those, then you need to go somewhere else because I mean, you're not being spiritually fed, and that can help. That can, uh, that alone can help you greatly, and it can break you down when you don't get when you're malnourished in that. And I want, I don't know this for personal experience. So, and it says, verse four: Delight thyself also in the Lord, and He shall give thee. The desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. What this is saying is when you trust in the Lord, he gives you the desires of your heart, God willing. I mean, he won't give you, I mean, if you desire to, you know, drink every week, and he's not going to do that because that's ungodly. But, like, say you're in need of something. You're in need of a truck. You're in need of a tra- way of transportation to get to work and back or to, you know, go to the grocery store and back, you know. Trust in him and not your own ways. Because when you do trust in Him, He'll always find a way. I mean, I've been through some hard times in my life, but I, I mean, when I trust in Him, every single time He's gotten me through. And He's when He got me through it, I was in a place way better than I've ever imagined. And that's what He does to people. That's what He does when you give Him His trust, your trust that He deserves. But, like I was saying earlier, we as people, trusting is hard to do. And I know this from my own experience because people let us down. That's something that, and what we like to do is we like to put God in a worldly understanding. That's why in verse 5, after it says, trust with all, trust the Lord with all thine heart, it says, and lean not into thine understanding. Why? Because God isn't of this world. God's not human. God is God, and God is ever-loving, everlasting. I mean, God won't let you down. When he says, when he promises you something, he keeps it, and he always has, always will, and forevermore. Um... I mean, say you and your friend, your best friend, you know, you've known each other for years, and then out of the blue, you know, you have something real big planned and he just bells on you, you know, or she, it really depends, but, or like, you know, sometimes we get betrayed by people, people that we put our trust in, and the more that we get betrayed by people, the harder it is for us to trust, and that and that goes with people and God in the same sense because we feel like, well, how do we know you're not going to give us up? I mean, how do we know you're not going to let us down, God? Well, I mean, if you're saved and if you're living the holy life like I am, then, you know, even whenever you doubt, God always lives up to what he says he would. 
I mean, when he speaks to you, I mean, he's his presence is there, and it's just I can't even explain when like when he is there, but it's just an amazing feeling that to know that God's with you at all times, the highs and the lows. He's not only there whenever you need him, but we we only want to we only want to ask for help when we need him. When we should ask for help in our everyday lives, because without him, we're nothing. Without him, we wouldn't have the good things that we have in this life. Without him, we wouldn't even be here. That's why in Genesis 1, 1, it says, In the beginning, God. It doesn't say, In the beginning, the earth. It doesn't say, In the beginning, Adam and Eve. No, God created the earth and the heavens and the universe. He created Adam and Eve. He created us. He created everything that we have. Now, people say, Well, how do you know? He Well, okay, so he created me and you. He created all these good things. But what about drugs? What about alcohol? Those are bad things. Well, he didn't create those. He created the earth, and on the seventh day, he created the earth, the heavens, the skies, the the animals, the birds, the fish, and humans, Adam and Eve, and it was good. It wasn't him that brought sin into the world. It was Adam and Eve. It was us. It was humans. That's why the flesh is so hard to compete with, because even when we have the spirit in us, the flesh wants to take over. That's when it comes to, that's when it comes to up to us to say, hey, you can't take over because I got the spirit in me. And I know I'm not really going on what I'm saying, but I'm just saying what God's leading me to speak. Because, I mean, like I said earlier in the prayer, you know, I want to, I want to speak what His Spirit, not my words. But I like that scripture because it says that when you do trust in God, good things happen. Not saying that it's always going to be easy because it'll be hard. You should always have faith in God, though. Even the hard times, actually, sometimes it's better to trust Him in the, in the hard times because you have something to look forward to. You're going to be like... Instead of saying all the negatives like, oh man, I don't know what to do. I don't know if this is going to work out. You know, I may just go downhill from here. You're going to be like, it's going to be okay. No matter what happens, God's with me. It's going to be okay. And we got this. It means God's got this. God's got this. He always does and He always will. And people want to, and sometimes people don't put their trust in God because they feel like they're not good enough. They feel like they're not Christian enough. I've heard people say that. People ask, like, what if I'm not good enough for God? Well, God, like it says in Matthew 18, God didn't come to save the righteous, you know, because if, if you're already saved, then there's no one to save. He comes to save the lost. He comes to save the people that are in need of saving. He comes to save the worst of the worst. That's why in, like, when Jesus was on this earth, he would go to the people that all the... Christians, or all the, I guess people could say righteous people, didn't go to because they felt superior, as Jesus didn't, because he was human. He was God in the flesh, but he was human just like them. But see, the difference was, he went to them because he knew they needed saving, as the righteous people didn't. And actually, the righteous people were in the wrong because the Pharisees, that's that's what I'm referring to here, they were like, they were kind of judgmental over that. And that's how we are today too. Um, I mean, we're very judgmental. Oh me on that because I'm judgmental. I judge things. I judge people, and I can just look at something, judge, judge a book by its cover, you know. And sometimes God um, condemns me and says you shouldn't have said that. I mean, there's been times where I've actually thought a certain way about somebody and never even talked to them. But when I have a conversation with them, it's like wow, I didn't even realize they're so much different than I thought they would. And I actually feel bad. For thinking that way. And that's just our flesh doing that to us. But we all do it nonetheless. But Matthew chapter 18 verses 11 through 14 says. For the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. 
How think ye, if a man have a, an hundred sheep, and one of them gone be gone astray, doth he not leave the ninety and nine, and goeth into the mountains, and seeketh that which is gone astray? And if so be that he find it, verily I say unto you, he rejoiceth, rejoiceth more of that sheep than of the ninety and nine that went, I just messed that up, than of the ninety and nine which went not astray. Even so, it is not, keywords not, the will of your Father, which is in heaven, that one of these little ones should perish. This right here is explaining why you're never too bad for God, because in reality, we're all too bad for God. Why? Because we all have sin. Now, it's God's, the only reason we're able to get saved is because of God, not because we're good enough for it. We're not. Because in some point, we've sinned, and God doesn't tolerate sin. But because of Jesus' dying on the cross and rising that third day, we're able to become saved and enter the kingdom of heaven because he loves us that much. And that's one reason why we should trust him because he loves us more than anyone else would in this world. He loves us more than anything. He loves us more than we can even imagine. I mean, here recently I've been I've been really praising God because I heard from this one person not too long ago. I'm close to this person. We were talking and she was like, you know, I'm really good about praying like I pray every night and pray every morning this may not be exactly what she said but this is basically what she said I pray all the time but I never really just get down and praise I just never really praise God for what he's done for me and so that night me and her and her family we actually just sat down and it was like an hour maybe hour hour 20 minutes something like that we just listened to some K-Love songs and just worshiped and we just praised him and I tell you what that was an amazing feeling I've never felt that before so ever since that I would go to work, and then during my lunch break, which is like an hour long, I'd do that. And I started realizing, I started remembering all these little things that God gives me. I mean, the breath I'm breathing, the, the words that I'm speaking right now is from Him. I mean, everything good in my life is because of Him, even if it's little or big. But without that, without God, we wouldn't have any of that. We'd be so much worse off without Him. Whether you're saved or not, all the good things you have is because of God, because He created them. And all the bad things is what we created as humans. I mean, he gives, I mean, humans invent good things for people, but he, God gives them the knowledge to do that. We don't really, we tend not to think of that. So, you know, I've just been doing that. And that's something I'd, I encourage you all to do, too, because it really helps. I mean, it works, and it just brings you closer to God, and that's always a good thing. And that being said, he's using this analogy saying, like, if there's a hundred saved people, and they're all doing good, they're all going to church every Sunday, living the Word like they should be, behind closed doors, which is another thing. I mean, that's something That's something I could go on for a long time, but I'm just going to save the time because I don't really want to go over my an hour because this software that I'm using, it just I don't think it would work well. So, say there's 100 saved people, and they're all doing like they should, but one of them starts backsliding a little bit. He starts going back into the ways of the flesh. God sees that one person as important as the other 99 that are with him, that he'll leave the 99 to go retrieve that one to get him back, to get them back with him. And not only that, he rejoiceth more in that one because he went back with God. God knows how hard it is for us. So, that being said, if you think about it, he loves us that much that he would leave 99 of his followers just to retrieve the one that left. Most people, if that happened, if we, say if we had like a $100, okay? We had $100. 
one of those dollars goes missing. A lot of times people are like, oh, it's just a dollar. God's not like that. God loves us so much. God loves the individual so much that he'll go retrieve that. He'll go retrieve that dollar for us. He loves us so much that he can count the hairs on our head. That's how much he loves us because he just knows that much about us. Because he created us. Because we all have a purpose in this life to speak his word. To follow him. To do his will. So that he can get as many people as he can into the kingdom with him. To God, we all have equal importance, whether we're saved or lost. God wants someone that's saved just as much as he wants someone that's lost. In fact, probably even more because they're lost. And he knows that if he, if they're lost, they're not going to heaven. So he'll do whatever he can. He'll use people. He'll use podcasts, for instance. He'll use music. He'll use, because God knows exactly what gets to us because every person's different. And he'll use that to try to reach out, saying, come, my father, not my father, come, my child, come into the kingdom of heaven. And a lot of people, they don't want to go. Some people don't even want to just because they're, they're having fun. I mean, sometimes sin is fun, but it's only for a season. It's temporary. I mean, there's all these people that, you know, are into drugs and alcohol, and they like it because it gets them high. You know, it gets them drunk, gets them this feeling that they're not used to. A good feeling. But the thing is, after that wears off, you're back to as miserable as you was before. But see, with God, it's everlasting. It's everlasting peace. It's everlasting goodness. Even in the bad times, you have something to look forward to. That's something that a lot of people don't have. That's why when you have God in your life and you live the way like you're supposed to, people see you differently. And I'm an example of that. Like at work, people, they're like, you know, there's just something about you that's different. Now, I could just tell that you're just, you know, a good worker or something. You're just different. And I used to wonder what that was when the whole time it was just, you know, it was a spirit in me. I mean, the way I do things, the way I react to certain situations, I mean, I get, it gets noticed. Because in this world today, there's not, there's not nearly as many people saved as there needs to be. That's why God calls us to speak the word, speak the truth, so that we could help somebody, so that he could use us to change their lives like he changed ours. Because they're, they're we, because... We don't deserve it just as much as they do, but he's willing to give it to them just like he gave it to us. I'm really, I, I'm just amazed right now because I'm really kind of going off of, this isn't what I had in mind, but I mean, God just flowing. He just, his spirit's flowing through me. Now, another reason we should trust God is, another reason we don't trust God is because sometimes he'll stop. He'll stop focusing on this big picture. Because a lot of us, say we want to jump the gun. When we get saved, we're like, okay, we want to preach, we want to do this, we want to do that. Not always, because God has to prepare us for these things. He has to get us in the Word so that we can react, so that we can be ready for what's to come. Because he knows what he knows the future for us. We don't. God's not bound to our, our time. God created time, so He's He's the he just knows all. Now, I'm going to use my book for this. I have a little... Uh, sheet that I'm using, but this is kind of a big section. It's Mark chapter 5, and uh, we're not going to read through it straight. We're going to read through it all, but it's only chapter, verses 22 through 43, 43. And as we're, we're going to stop in places because I want to get some key points out of there. And this is another reason why we should trust God, because He is God and He's not us, so He's more dependable than we are. 
So verse 22, And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus, by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet. Now, quick context for you. This is the story of Jairus. Okay, the, the ruler of the synagogue, Jairus, comes to Jesus, and he's like, My daughter's dying. I need you to come with me to come heal her. And he goes with her. But this is also this, this same story as whenever the woman, I'm sure some of you heard it, touches his garment. So, there's a little context as we go so you know what we're talking about. And besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at point of death. I pray thee, come and lay hand, thy hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall, shall live. And Jesus went with him, and much people... i got to turn the page here real quick, sorry. And much people followed him and thronged him. And a certain woman, which had an issue of, of blood twelve years... And had suffered many things of many physic physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. And when she had heard of Jesus, came into the press behind, and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. Now, this woman had a, had a blood issue for twelve years, and she wasn't getting better, she was only getting worse. So she had to crawl. Think about how long she had to crawl. She trusted Jesus so much. She trusted that if she met Jesus, she could be healed. That all this, all these years of suffering could just be gone just like that. She trusted so much that she literally crawled to him for who knows how many miles. That's faith right there. That's something we all need to take in consideration of. For she said, oh wait, I, verse 29, and straight... Straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself the virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that he had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him, and she and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made he made thee whole. Go in peace, and be, of, be whole of thy plague. While he yet spake, there came from, a, from the ruler of the synagogue, synagogue's house certain, which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why, why troublest thou the master any further? See, Jarius was getting, he was getting, you know, his daughter was dying. He was like, oh, come on, we got to go. There's no need to stop him. But see, Jesus did. And I'm going to tell you why. But just notice that he stopped to help this woman when he didn't have to. He could just kept going if he wanted to. He didn't even have to heal her if he didn't want to. But he did, and, I, and I'll explain why after, as we go on. As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said, saith unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. See, he was losing trust. He was doubting. He was like, My daughter's dead. What are you going to do now? Because not no human can heal a dead person, can they? No human can resurrect. But Jesus can. And God can. And you'll see that, he, that that's what he does. And he suffered no man to follow him, save Peter and James and John, the brother of James. And he cometh to the house of the ruler of the synagogue. <laughs> And seeth the tumult, 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 and them that wept and wailed greatly. And when he was come in, he saith unto them, Why make ye this ado, and weep? The damsel is not dead, but sleepeth. 
and they laughed him to scorn. But when he had pulled, put them all out, he taketh the father and the mother of the damsel, and them that were with him, and entered, and where the damsel was lying. See, all the people that were in that house, they were laughing at him. They were like, "You, she's dead. She's not sleeping. You can't wake her up. You can't. You can't heal her. You're just human." I mean, he was in flesh, yes, but that was Jesus. That was God in the flesh. He does what humans can't do. He does what we can't do. He does what the things of this world can't do. The best thing on this world is nothing compared to what Jesus did on the daily basis. And he took the damsel by the hand and saith unto her, Talitha kumi, kuma, which is being interpreted, Damsel, I say unto thee, arise. And straightway the damsel arose and walked, for she was the of the age of twelve years old, and they were astonished with great astonishment. That's something powerful right there. For you to be able to just to say the words, damsel, arise, and someone that was dead for who knows how long, probably for days. She just rose just like that, healthier than ever. That's a God thing right there. No human can do that on this earth. Only Jesus did, and only Jesus can. Only God can. If he's willing. And straight away the damsel arose. I just read that. Verse 43. And he charged them straightly that no man should know it. And commanded that something should be given to her to eat. Now. If you noticed. There was a big picture there. That Jairus was wanting. Jairus was wanting the big picture of. Hey I need you to heal my daughter. She's dying. But he stopped. To help this woman that was in need. To help this woman to make her whole. Because she trusted in Jesus that he could. That all the other ones could and all the people that all the other people didn't believe. Like in the house they were all laughing at him because they didn't like they was like, you know, you can't do this. We can't do it. I mean you can't, you're just like us. But see the difference is Jesus is God in the flesh and we ain't. Jesus has the spirit and they didn't. Jesus was whole. I mean, and we have holes that need to be filled with the Spirit. That only the Spirit can fill. I mean, yeah, the the alcohol and drugs and, you know, the temporary sin, the temporary sin, that can fill that hole for a little bit, but it's nothing like the Spirit. The Spirit's everlasting. But, like I was saying, he, and he'd stop for the little thing because it was just as important as the big picture to Jerry's. Because to Jesus, that woman was just as important as Jerry's daughter. He loved them both the same. And not only that, now, instead of just having the daughter there to preach what God, what Jesus done for her that night, he also has that woman. I mean, keep in mind, she was suffering for 12 years, probably longer than 12 years only getting worse to the point where she had to crawl but she trusted so much in him and he kept his promise not only like he always he keeps his promises I mean he healed her just like that that little girl arose just like that I mean if I was there I don't know what I'd think if I was in people in that house that laughed at him saw that one, that little girl come out I'd be like oh I was wrong hmm. I need to start believing in him don't I but see, we don't. God stops at the little things during the big things because they're just as important. The journey 
to get to the big picture is just as important as the big picture itself. Because if it wasn't for that journey, you wouldn't be where you are. If it wasn't for where you have been, you wouldn't be where you are today. You wouldn't be the person that you are now if you haven't gone through what you have gone through. That's why we all different. That's why we all have a different story. The last thing I have is uh, Philippians 4.13. I mean, I'm sure a lot of you all know this, but it says, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. You see, in all of this studying that I've done, he brought me to this because the reason we should really trust him is because God has no limits. You see, a lot of people say the sky's the limit for us. Who do you think created the skies? God did. This guy listens to God. I mean, God parted the whole sea just because he, that's, that's what he wanted done. That's what needed to be done, so he did. So I believe that that verse stands true. If you do all things through Christ, if you trust him with all your heart, not some of it, that's the, key, that's the key word there, all. And you can do anything. You won't have limits. I mean, people might try to bring you down. I mean, because the devil's going to be poking at you. He does every single day with me. But see, the spirit overcomes the devil, and he knows that. So, I mean, that being said, God's God we're humans we can't do even half the things that God's done for us even that one little not, not one even that one thing of salvation no one no one not one person on this earth could have done that there couldn't have been there couldn't have been a, an efficient amount of sacrifices to amount to the, all the sin that we have created for ourselves and I thank God that he done what he did because without him, we wouldn't have that hope. We wouldn't have that that something to look forward to in the next life, that eternal life of goodness and no suffering. So that being said, I'm just going to close in a word of prayer. And then I hope you all enjoyed this. I know it ain't going to be the most perfect, but I mean, I really gave it all I had. So I just hope that you enjoy and I hope God really spoke to you like he spoke to me. Father, thank you for this amazing word that you've given me. I know it didn't last as long as it could have, but I mean, I just feel like I spoke what you needed me to speak. And that's all that matters. I pray that with this word that you've spoke through me, that you change someone's life through this. I don't even know how they're going to listen to it, but I just pray that no matter what, that, you're, that you'll always be the controller of this podcast, not me. Don't let don't let the donations or anything come between you being first in this podcast because you are and I pray this with all my heart in Jesus name I pray amen all right well now that that's over I did want to mention I did mention the donation thing that's not for me well it is for me but like the donation thing you don't have to if you don't want to it the donation thing should be on anchor it's the that's the website i'm hosting this thing on where i'm like the host i don't know how to explain it but that's where you can donate if you want to but all the donations will be made for god's purpose not mine like i won't be using it for my my own personal income because this is a side thing that i'm doing that god wants me to do and you know all the money can be good for his purpose and i pray that it will be whether it be uh 
helping someone on a missionary trip or helping a local church or you know charity just anything whatever God leads me to do with that money that's what I'll do so feel free to do that if you feel like God's leading you to if not that's okay because I don't need it I mean I'm doing good right now so hope you all enjoyed this episode and we'll just let God do his thing and see how it grows I mean I'm excited I hope you are and thank you for listening to this podcast see ya